911, what's the nature of your emergency? Police, fire, military, and families, and to everybody who is listening in on the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and this morning I am joined with somebody who is actually perfect, Mr. Chad Kennedy. Chad, how are you? <laughs> Better now. I, I Yeah, perfect. I don't know about that. I'm perfectly imperfect. Good morning. Well, I don't know. I had a little note here from when you had filled out all my questions, and it says here, <laughs> Ashley, do not forget to mention that Chad is perfect. <laughs> but, see, I, I just planted a little seed, and you it grew, it. And, and you've had two months to allow that seed to grow. It's great. Yes. Yeah, so for everybody who's tuning in, we are doing a giveaway. So whoever comments the most within the next 24 hours on this thread is going to win this like multi-hammer, I guess multi-tool. Wait a second, wrong way, Ash. I actually have one of these and that's because this husband of mine is not very good when it comes to a lot of the masculine things like tools. And so he will always steal my tools and then he misplaces them and I can never find anything. So we actually have one of these in that junk drawer in the kitchen that everybody seems to have. So it's very small, super awesome. Whoever comments the most is going to get me to send that straight to you. So Chad, there's a lot for us to get into, Bobby, like that. <laughs> um, I just want to know a little bit of your backstory, a little bit of your career, and we can maybe kind of branch off of that into some things that have happened and how that has led you to do what you're doing now. Okay. Um, so my background, I've, I've been dabbling in law enforcement since um, 2004, uh, 2008. I uh, I joined up with the Alberta Sheriff's Highway Patrol, which um, is is kind of unique here in Canada. Uh, we we you know for the most part have uh, provincial police or the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. For uh, I guess in layman's terms, we're we're kind of like the state troopers of the province of Alberta. We deal with uh, provincial sanctions and laws. Um, yeah, so it, you know being exposed to a lot of of horrific stuff on the, uh, I'll try and turn on a light here, see if that helps. Probably not. Um, yeah, you get exposed to a lot of, of horrible scenes. Um, so I, I guess my story kind of bounces all over the place. Uh, um, I, I've been exposed to a lot of horrors. And 2018, I was actually diagnosed with PTSD. Um, it was, you know, accumulated. Um, PTSD. And then last uh, July, July 18th, had a, a major bus crash in Jasper National Park that I attended. Uh, yeah, uh, mass casualty, um, lots of broken people and a few deceased. And that was really the, uh, the I guess for layman's terms, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And uh, yeah, you know what? Ask away. Um, I'll ramble on for hours uh, about all the stuff that I've gone through and been through, but ask away and I will answer. 
It's really interesting to me. We have Bob here trying to make me smile. That's one thing he's good at during these lives. And he he says there's highways up there, just kind of poking fun. He's he's worked in fire, Chad. So that's where that little innuendo uh, okay. comes from. So yeah, we, uh, we we sort of deke around the igloos up here. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You got it right back, Bob. So I'm wondering then, in your career, so you've had all of these these things that have happened to you, but from somebody who lives in the United States, and I know you have a lot of experience with a lot of things in the United States, having lived in Canada, and then just your exposure with what you're doing now. But can you explain a little bit of the differences that, and this is just a personal selfish question, that you are aware of with law enforcement in Canada versus the United States? Oh, uh you know what? There's not a whole lot of difference with um, with law enforcement. We're all out there doing the, you know what? We're doing the same thing, trying to keep everybody safe. And, and most of us sign up for um, being able to help those who can't help themselves or, you know, public safety. Um, we drive the same cars. We all pack guns. We've all got the handcuffs. We're uh, uh, not a whole lot of difference at all. Um, we're all exposed to the... Um, uh, you know, to the, to the real life stuff. Um, there, so really no difference. If, if that answers your question, <laughs> there's, uh, I, I've met law enforcement people for like lately from all over the world and we just deal with the same shit. One did it for AMA snowmobile patrol. Yeah. You guys are funny. Good morning, everybody. Who's just tuning in. If you haven't already seen, we are doing a giveaway. Whoever is commenting the most on this thread, I'm going to send you something awesome within the next 24 hours. So, Chad, I'm curious then, you, you've had a lot of horrific things. You've seen and been exposed to a lot of things that just as a, a human, we shouldn't have to ever see. So I'm wondering then right. what brought you to the point of even seeking out guidance or counsel or seeing a doctor, whatever you did, what was the story that led you to finally asking somebody for some help? Uh, back at the end of 2017, um, I, I was kind of driven to, uh, to go see my doctor. My dad is a, a retired um, RCMP member who's got complex PTSD, and he noted a, noticed a, a serious shift in my attitude, personality. Everything was anger. Um, and, and once he sort of gave me that evaluation, I guess, um, I started looking at myself in the mirror, and everything was fight or flight. Um, you know, the, the road rage, the uh, angry all the time. So I, I went to see my personal doctor or my, my family physician and uh, right away he, he reached out to get me help. Uh, the initial psychologist that I saw um, had no first responder experience. So after a few sessions, I just, you know, fuck this, this isn't working for me. I, I, stuck with the medications I was um, prescribed and just moved on with life. Um, and then last year uh, with the bus crash, uh, unconventional reach out for help on social media, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Terrence uh, Kozakar uh, with Camp My Way in British Columbia reached out to me and, and I figured, man, I'll, I'll try this sort of um, natural wellness camp thing and see if that works. Um, so I went out there for a week, um, felt really good, came back, went back for a second session at the camp and gradually, um, I, I started going downhill. I, I was, I got to the point where, um, I, I transferred from working in the Rocky mountains out to the sort of the prairie areas, 
avoiding that neck of the woods. I didn't know what was wrong. I thought I, I just became complacent. Um, and then I got to the point where I was avoiding busy highways and gradually again was to the point where I, I didn't even want to hop in my patrol car and, and um, hit the highway. So I went back to my doctor um, and, and I had a lot going on, um, going through separation, planning this walk across Canada, which is kind of crazy, and, um, and no closure with the bus incident that I dealt with. So he put me off work indefinitely. Um, and then from there, our workers' compensation board um, reached out to me and, and got me into psychological help with um, uh, people that are familiar with first responders and military um, uh, military personnel. So that road is, you know, now I'm going through the process where when I initially planned the walk, I wasn't going through the process. I was like, ah, I'm just going to be a voice. Now I'm actually going through um, what so many of us do, where you're taken out of your work element. Now you're you're going through therapy, exposure therapy. Um, yeah, so, you know, it was three, three cries for help before I, I got to where I'm at today. Well, congratulations for putting yourself out there and for allowing yourself to be vulnerable in that way. And we have some really, really great comments. And I do want to point out one thing, Chad, that is a huge difference between the way that your system operates and functions versus ours, because there are so many conversations of officers who have gone through something similar. And not only does their own department turn their turn their back to them, but also going through the, the logistics of what happens to you with workman's comp or anything thereafter, it's nothing like that. So it's actually really good to be able to hear that there is something like that to where you were able to receive help that reached out to you and actually did it the right way. And yeah, you're, Dawn, I want to point out what you just said. Great conversation about a very important subject. Leo mental fitness is imperative. God bless. So mental fitness, what you just explained, Chad, is actually the the very the very foundation on what what Don just pointed out here. And that's like getting in the reps, right? Just like with our bodies, we always have to get in the reps. And you said it took you yes. three cries for help to be able to actually dive into something that actually worked for you. And what I know that maybe hasn't been talked about yet during this interview is that you your way of giving back and doing something to help others is an additional way for you to be able to get in those reps. So can you, you talk a little yes. bit about that? You, you made mention of, you know, this traveling and, you know, we're going to talk about C to C and things like that. So let's just kind of yeah. dive into that. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me, after, after the bus crash, my second cry for help, um, like I said, Terrence reached out to me, some total stranger. Um, and I'm like, wow, if a stranger can help me out, how can I help out somebody else? And it was one of those uh, in a dark place, sitting in the, the, the backyard, sipping a rum or two um, around a backyard fire. I, uh, I figured, you know what, what what's been done about um, post-traumatic stress? People don't understand, people close to me don't understand the language I'm speaking, the, the demons in my head, the anger, the rage, and you can't put it into layman's terms. Um, so I said, man, we need awareness. Just, what have I got to lose? I'll walk Canada. It's just a challenge. Um, so from there, I uh, kind of silly, I just announced it on a, on a social media platform. I'm going to walk Canada. And uh, August 9th of last year, I, I went and got myself a new pair of Nike sneakers, and I just started walking. 
um, thinking, man, if I'm really going to do this, I've got 18 months to be able to train. So it's, um, I, I realized very quick, it, uh, it, it was a great way to move energy. Um, when you're, when you're stuck in a rut and the only way you can move energy is to cry, um, or want to break something, you know, it was just all of a sudden within a week, I was addicted to this walking where, man, I've got to, I've just got to go out and move some energy. I'm, I'm to the age where, um, I I'm not what I was when I was 25, where I was hitting the gym three hours a day. Um, you know, so, but walking was, was easy. And I started seeing all these things that I had never noticed before. You know, I've driven through the neighborhood a thousand times. And now as I'm walking, um, I, I, you know, it's, it's, I guess now I'm, I can stop and smell the flowers. I'm noticing all these cool things I didn't notice before. And then I just started branching out and, and, you know, but still the, the hardest thing, like going to the gym, um, is, is taking that first step, um, or going there for the first day and then get through the first three days before it becomes habit. You enjoy it. You're not hurting. Um, <laughs> by day four, all the pain's gone and it just becomes a fun thing to do. So I don't know if you, I mean, I'm sure everybody who's listening, good morning to everybody who's just hopping on, but we, we have that, um, there's this synonymous element of like a girl and a boy break up with each other. And so the girl takes the, the thing of ice cream and she goes and sits on the couch and eats the ice cream. Right. So the emotion of being upset about the breakup and then going and eating the ice cream, they become linked together and it's actually a neural pathway. So what you're explaining just from a neurological level is that you were able to take these feelings and these emotions and, you know, maybe drinking or like doing all the bad things. And you actually reprogrammed your circuitry on a neurological level with your neural pathways. And you decided that, you know what, instead, I'm going to make this new association and going out and doing these walks is going to be the, the new drug, the new high, the thing that's going to link yeah. this emotion to this behavior. And I think that is an absolutely beautiful thing. Thanks. Yeah. Good, mo good morning, you guys. Yeah, that, that's really cool. So talk to me then about C to C. I know you had done the walk. I'm curious to know what you're doing now. And I want to know what support looks like around you because on your website, your sponsorship is kind of like a little ridiculous. You have this like long ass list of people who are standing by this and what you're doing. So talk to me about that. Okay. Um, so the walk actually doesn't um, start until April 2nd of 2022, where we'll step off from Vancouver um, and then work our way to, to Newfoundland. Right now, it's it's training. Um, obviously, a lot of social media. So, it would, and thank you for allowing me to share my story on on your platform. It's it, it's it's amazing. Um, so I, it, it, you know what? It's it's just really overwhelming. I uh, I started this project almost a year ago, and and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and posting stuff, and posting stuff. And that, that following where you, you know, oh, I'm excited. I got 20 likes on my, my post on whatever platform to, uh, you know, there's days where, where I'm, we, um, C2C is, is getting over 9,000 um, interactions with, with posts. So the, the support, and then, you know, uh, like I, I posted the other day, it's, it's not just people in Calgary or Alberta, Canada, the U.S., the huge support out of the United States. So thank you all. Um, but people reaching out from all over the world. And, and you think, man, once upon a time, this was such a personal injury. I'm the only guy going through this. Nobody understands me. 
and it, it's uh, you know it's it's a global epidemic with with our emergency service and, and military personnel. We're we're not alone. Um, so the support is overwhelming. We're starting to build on our our sponsorship um, and partnerships across Canada. Um, yeah, it's just it, you know what, Ashley, it's overwhelming. And um, every day I wake up and and people ask, what inspires you? It's uh, you know what inspires me are the people that are are awesome enough to share um, their stories with me or just reach out randomly. Like, I don't know who's following me. I'm getting um, you know, lieutenant commanders of, of international police agencies reaching out and saying, man, what you're doing is so important. So it's, who would have thought some dude in, in Europe is watching what we're doing over here in Canada? So overwhelming. Um, so I get up in the morning and that is, um, that's the motivation, that's the drive. Um, and, and people such as yourself. Well, Chad, people are always watching. And Bob here wants to know, talk about how to help sponsor C2C. Uh, to help sponsor C2C, you can head over to our, our website, C2C uh, for PTSD.ca. So that's C as in the ocean, C, S-E-A. Um, you can check out things there. It's, it's like to say it's our temporary website where we're looking at building uh, uh I guess, updating and, and getting things more cool on the website. Or you can, um, you know what, shoot me a personal message and uh, we can chat. I'll steer you in the right direction. Beautiful, beautiful. We can be stronger in numbers and speaking up. It's how we, yeah, absolutely. That is how the change can occur. Good morning, everybody. Now, Chad, if somebody does want to get involved, let's say that they can't afford to be a sponsor or maybe can't, you know, donate money, but they want to help in some other way, what kind of support would be meaningful to you? What does that look like? Um, You know what? Support for for me is, uh, you know what? Helping out is just reaching out and saying hi, having a chat. Um, what I want to get to uh, eventually, um, I'm hoping to soon, is um, doing a virtual walk once a week where, you know, mm. platforms such as this where I can walk and people can join in. We can have a conversation, um, you know, and if you're when while we're doing the walk and, and you're up vacationing this way or over this way, um you know, just follow us and, and come out and, and just say hi or walk for a few minutes. Um, it, it's not about financial gain. It's about awareness um, and, and the money that is raised. Um, I guess the, yeah, the profits um, will go to helping um, emergency service and military personnel get the help that they need. So, you know what? The support to me is just reaching out and saying, hey, we got, we, you know what? We're right here beside you. We're not in front of you. We're not behind you. We're right there walking the line with you. We're, we're, like, we're all in this together. We're not alone. Yeah. So to everybody who's listening to Chad's words now and who listens to this later on our podcast once it's published, I, I think that one of the most beautiful things, the beautiful gifts in life, probably one of um, the dearest that has actually come from social media is to be able to connect with like-minded individuals based on our sphere of influence, whether it's one that we've integrated ourselves into or that other people have integrated into ours. And I think that is something that is worthy of being able to identify because it's what allows us to build our, our kingdoms and to build our tribe and to have 
people who are, are worthy of being in it and to be able to filter out those that don't. And I can tell you that if you are in this community and you are consuming this content, Chad is most certainly one of those people that you would want to be in your tribe because he is of a like mind and a, a like mentality. And I'm pointing that out because we are all here and available for each other. Bob, I know that you made mention of that in the comments that, you know, that's exactly what this group is for. And I think that we need to take advantage of each other and to really build back that community and know that we have the neighborhood that exists even if it's something remote. And the beautiful thing about that is you can be neighbors with somebody in California, like I am with somebody else who lives somewhere so far away, like in Canada with you, with you, Chad. And so I want to thank you for that and for being so open and available. And to everybody who is listening, I want you to know that we are all available. We are in this community together. This is a tribe and we are here to support one another. And Chad, I, I think that you are a perfect example of that. And I just want to thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing your time and, and gifting it to us this morning. So thank you. Thank you for having me, and, and thank you all uh, south of our border um, for for the support. It's uh, uh, you folks have been amazing. Uh, yeah, so thank you for for having me up at stupid o'clock this morning and um, allowing me to share just a portion of my story. Cool. We're gonna go in and have a little argument about that right now. But everybody who's listening, <laughs> have, have a really good day, you guys. Thank you so much, Todd. Thank you.